Hello, everyone. Welcome to Chan Podcast. Here is where you learn about meditation and Chan. So, what is Chan? Chan, spelled as C H A N, is the Chinese school of Mahayana Buddhism and is the originating tradition of Japanese Zen. We encourage you to learn and practice meditation with a group. If you like to, feel free to visit our website, LondonChanMeditation.org. Good evening, everyone. So, how's one? How's everyone doing so far? Okay. 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 Um, so tonight, uh, my topic is work and life. Uh, I chose the topic simply because in this pandemic, uh, work all seems to be uh, very important. Uh, Mainly in two two ways. First, uh, um, many of many of you, many of the people, and ever since this pandemic, they found they have to handle uh, more work. All of a sudden, in the prior to the pandemic, other people share the work, and they or they uh, they can pay someone to do the work. But now they have to do all the work. So all of a sudden, they have uh, multiple tasks that they have to they have to uh, do on daily basis. And there's another, uh, another type of, uh, another type of people. They aren't so lucky. They were not able to maintain or keep their uh, regular uh, pay job. They either be laid off or, uh, they just lost their job. So this is facing two very, very different kind of uh, situation. So we are going to address uh, these two situations. Uh, for those, for all the, all those people uh, who are still to, uh, fortunate to keep their regular pay job. Uh, you'll actually be able to work at home, um, you know, and, and adding other, other work in the household. They find their, their life become busier, especially the housewife. And we may, we may uh, hear people say, oh, I just have tons of work, never finish. I work myself to death and that's not the end. I feel completely exhausted every single day. When can I get a break? Well, there was, there is a teaching from my teacher, Master Chen Yin. And it's actually, uh, 
he composed this verses many, many years ago. I don't know, maybe over 40 years ago. He composed this verse. And, and, and then, and, and uh, you know, printed in calligraphy, Chinese calligraphy. And one of the sentences in the verse says, the busiest person has most time. Is the busiest, busiest person is the one who has most time. That sounds a little bit oxymoron, isn't it? The busiest person usually are, 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 the, are the people who say, I never have enough time. I'm running short of time. I don't have sufficient time. Time is sufficient. I just have too many work to do. How, why would my teacher say? He's exactly the person who has most of time, has most time. I mean, we all, you know, have only 24, 24 hours and seven days a week. Nobody can create and buy more time, you know, money, buy everything. No. So we'll get to that. We'll get to that. What does it mean the business person has most? And actually, I am actually witnessing this teaching. In the life of my teacher. He lives his life just like that. You know, when we have so many work, now, in the day, in a household, you get up. Now you either you have to prepare breakfast for yourself or for for, for the other uh, family members, and you then you start working. For those of you who who's, who are still, the, you know, go to school, and then you have to prepare yourself for school, uh, and then and then that consists of maybe eight hours of uh, work life uh, engaged taking care of your work, engage in the, um, the projects or communication interactions with your boss or colleagues, you know, having meeting. And then lunch, well, now we eat at lunch. We either eat our lunch at home. And then dinner. And then you may have to spend some time with your family members. The chores in the in the household, everybody share, and uh, now people spend all their time in in the house. Some more cleaning jobs to do. Uh, take care of a lot of things, and then by the time you get to you go to bed, it's just tired. It seems just, just so many words, so many tasks. So when people face uh, plenty of work to do, well, naturally, uh, we will want to move fast, act quickly, take quick actions, but very often, when we move fast, when we take quick actions, our body tends up, muscles become very tense, and we become anxious, agitated, or restless. So there's something that we can practice. We, we can move fast, act quickly, but not in haste. We can move fast, act quickly, but not become anxious, agitated, restless. Just like when we do the four movements. We start with slow movements at the same time and learn to how to relax our muscles 
you know, relax, loosen our body and have our mind, have the direct experience of our body, direct contact of our body, and then know how to take care of the body. By release the tension in the body, by relaxing the muscles of the body. And when we become better, more familiarized with method, we can move fast, act quickly, with a much, much relaxed body and much relaxed muscles. When our body muscles are relaxed, our mind are less agitated. Our mind also become relaxed and calm. So when we become better, more familiarized with the A-form movements, we can actually uh, do quickly you know, all these movements, we can speed up and we still feel relaxed and calm. So that's what we have been practicing. Practicing all the time. For people who are very tense and they actually has developed this habit, uh, always tense, they have never in their daily life had a moment of relax, relaxation. So we start the, practicing the A-form movements in a very, very slow speed and with, with the instructions, detailed instructions to reverse uh, his, her habit or his habit of tensing up. Started, they need to learn and practice how to relax. We all know that relaxation is not easy. Uh, time and practice. We start with doing the A form for hour and I think one time I have done an hour and five minutes and then become after people become uh, 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 be able to more uh, relax better and then uh, we can do it quicker to 50 minutes complete the entire film movements 45 minutes and 40 minutes. And when we actually become better and better, more experienced, more capable of relaxing and body and mind at all circumstances, the complete eight form movements take less than 30 minutes. And the result is the same, if not better, because you become better at relaxing your body and mind. So we can move fast, act quickly, and not become agitated, anxious. Not building up the tension. Not building up the tension in the body, creating anxiety in the mind. So why people become anxious and act very hasty? Could be a couple of reasons. First, no, to meet the deadline. And seeking the efficiency. Efficiency is the goal. Meeting the deadline. Because time is money. That's what the society told us. That's the standards the society created. Yes, time is precious. How about human human being the heart how we feel we're taking of the production the outcome the material things so how about a person actually carry out the actions do the job do the work so this efficiencies become a standard, not just to evaluate our performance, our uh, ability at work. They also become a measurement, how capable you are. It seems that it becomes a something that people evaluate you, or even yourself evaluate and judge yourself. To reassure you, yes, I'm capable. 
efficiency. So that becomes the goal. Or sometimes it could be, you know, we have, we, we, we could possibly set up a goal that's really high, high above our reach. So may not be realistic. And that creates tension, stress, anxiety, and worries. I can do that. Oh, I have to achieve that kind of a standard. Oh, that kind of a quality. I have to do better than the other team, than my colleague. I have to beat him. I have to excel. So we have to have a more realistic view to evaluate the situation, the time frame, how much time we have, and to have a very uh, realistic review of yourself, your capability. Um, your reach, and then that will be a more a realistic, objective view of the situation. Review the whole thing, and then accept, and then do as much as you can, and do the best you can. Right. And that's in that sense, you will not be creating uh, the unnecessary tension, anxiety on yourself. Work and life. And we are practicing Buddhism, we're practicing meditation. Well, a lot of practitioners actually see, oh, when they come to practice in the Chan Hall, when they come to the retreat, that's their life of practitioner. That's their life of practice. Other than that, that's their ordinary lay life, household life. That's your daily life. That's your normal daily life. In the time they come to join the retreat, they are separate from their ordinary daily life. So in their normal daily life, they have work life. They spend the time at work, at office, and the tasks they do at work, at job. They have family life. They have social life, dealing with different friends and doing different all different kinds of things. And they may uh, spend some time doing volunteer. So it seems that the life has been uh, segmented Practice life, work life, family life, social life, and volunteer life. All segmented. Having a job. Well, which takes quite a huge amount of your life. Eight hours a day. Some people, maybe more, maybe 10 hours, even after um, after your regular office hour, you continue to uh, do the work. So that com comprise a very big part of your life. And that actually regulate your life. That become the focus of your life. The main from nine to five, if you have to leave your house at eight, come back at home at six, 
your own personal life, family life, social life, are the hours other than that norm, which is your daytime, the prime time of your life. Was for, for people who lost their job in this pandemic, many of them feel that they don't have a focus of their life. They have nothing to engage in, you know, from the normal working hours. So they don't know what they, what they, what they should be doing. You know, you all of a sudden you have 8 to 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. That's, that's 10 hours. What are you going to do to fill up the 10 hours? And then worry about when I'm going to get a pay job, how I'm going to make, how I'm going to, to, to make the income to support the family, to sustain my life. Worries about that. And then I need that income. Unfortunately, uh, this is happening. And many people cannot be uh, excluded from this pandemic. And many people lost their job. Some of them may end up with uh, losing their shelter, you know, house or But this is actually uh, the consequences. Many, many conditions, causes are working together. And this is the consequences of what you'll be facing. And make good use of the conditions you're facing right now. If you need a job, you don't have a job, Maybe this is a time you can start considering learning a new skills to expand what you can do. Learn a new skills, or perhaps you know there's a lot of uh, a lot of education uh, institution. Uh, college or university provide uh, all kinds of courses, start taking online courses. You learn the new skills and then and study and then gain some uh, a special knowledge to broaden your professional skills. And meanwhile, you need to review how you live your life and see, you know, whether you can uh, live a different lifestyle, perhaps more frugal, more environmental, or more preserving the resource of other earths. Or anyhow, the government, the country, will give you some kind of support that you will not die. You will not be die in hunger or die in uh, having no shelter, having no place to live. I don't think that will happen in the North America. We are already the very fortunate country in the whole world. If uh, the financial is not a big problem for you, and you may consider how to use your 10 hours more meaningful. Um, you may start 
uh, doing something, some kind of volunteering, a volunteer work uh, that does not require physical appearance. Uh, you can start to care for uh, the people around you, the elderly, the elders, whoever, or the friends, the people, the, the family that you know that, but you haven't been able to really care for them, uh, to interact with them, to keep the connection with them. Maybe that's the time to rebuild our relationship with others. And this is how a new life can start. So that's the people that all of a sudden they found no job. Is that so? And for those, many of the people who now started working at home, uh, working from home, they may find that they're meeting uh, all kinds of challenges, more issues to deal with, and stressful and sometimes difficult, um, you know, complicated. The, to maintaining a harmonious and peaceful and an atmosphere in the family, uh, in the household, it seems to be more challenging. So all this, you know, in the past, for certain hours, you only deal with certain people. And then at different hours, you interact, deal with different people. So we have this freedom of choice. <laughs> but now everything, you're dealing with the same group of people day and night. And all of a sudden, very complicated. And sort it out. So how do you, how do people usually deal with uh, their stress? To release, release the stress. Well, you know, the young people, even adults, you know, uh, they start playing video games and binge watch TV and sometimes have three, three TV screen in front of them or three uh, giant t uh, computer screen and binge watching. You know, actually binge watching is not releasing stress. It's creating more stress. <laughs> because you are constantly changing this. I'm not satisfied with it. Change another one. For every three to five minutes, you are this you experience dissatisfaction. Change, 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 change. You are constantly creating this satisfaction and impatience repeatedly. So how can you release stress in that way? And now we don't have the now we don't have the freedom uh, or choice to. To to go to nightclub and stay hang hang out and um, with friends in the pubs. But prior to that, that's how we do. How people been doing? When all these things become ineffective. Not being able to efficiently reduce our stress, relieve our stress, and people turn to other things, such as drinking, excessive drinking, obsessing sex, and perhaps become addicted, having addiction, gambling. So that they relieve their stress. But the very next state, they then wake up in fresh, full of energy, fresh person. No. Hazy, clouded mind, just 
going on, live their day like that. I'll say in the house, if you cannot effectively reduce or elevate your stress, then it will affect the people around you. The relationship, interaction between the family members all of a sudden become tense. You know, fighting, short tempers, argues, becomes become happen easily. And here I have an advice for you. Living your life, living your life in the way that's a very interesting job or task. And doing your work. As living in pleasant life. Leading your life as you are actually doing it engaging in a very interesting task. So your life would not become meaningless, aimless. You know, for those people, all of a sudden have no job, or the person or people who just retire from his job. All of a sudden, he has so much time in their life. It's your life as you are doing and very interesting. A work of fun. So your life will not be wasted. It's not like living your life by killing time, passing the hours, so your time squander. And to do every work, every task you do, it's like treating the work you do, having this attitude, it's, it's leading. It's like a leading leaving a life full of wonder, amusement, and fun. How can we do that? Well, there are several steps. First, you know, the way we perceive work and life, we segregate them. Like put into the different compartments. This is practice life, this is work life, this is family life, this is social life, this is that. And then when you have to go to work, you open the compartment and and then another door opened when you 
lead your family life. You walk into them. So they are segmented. They are separated. I mean, this is leading our life in duality. They are your life. Work is your life, family is your life. They are not separated from, from one another. And the, the, the attitude toward the work, the job, every job we do, um, you know, inevitably, uh, there is some work that's more interesting, more appealing, or more amusing to us. So we pick and choose. But this preconceived notations, uh, this is not what I like. I don't like this job. Just like coming to, uh, be, coming to be a volunteer at the center, uh, you know, uh, some people they may like to be a receptionist, dressed up nicely and greeting people very friendly, and there are also like a washing the toilets, cleaning the restaurant job. You know, those are the tasks. You would not dress up beautifully. And all the things you do is, you know, dirty things, clean up all the Easter things. Not to have preference like that. Like or dislike, choose. Or the want, not wanting it. It's just, you know, we have an organic archer in the back. And people come say, oh, I have time. I'm going to help in the orchard. And, you know, and what, do, what, what kind of a job uh, that, that you have? Well, but I have to tell you first, you know, picking up the, 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 the fruits and, 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 and uh, harvesting the, the, the uh, vegetables, that's fine. I can do it. But don't, tell, don't ask me to do the weeding, weeding the, the you know, uh, removing the weeds. Yes, there are people like that, which I can understand. So if we have this attitude, like or dislike, wanting to do, not wanting to do, immediately our world, our life, being put into duality, oppositions. In that way, inevitably, you still have to do something you may not like. So, this is exactly the, the teachings, the phase in mind, the third patriarch taught us. The brave way is not difficult if you, or if only, you don't choose and pick. So if we notice that we have this like or dislike and discriminating mind, and then we tell ourselves, oh, that's a sensation of feeling, which is unreal, illusory. And just tell yourself, oh, that's just a wandering thought an illusory thought. Do not cling to that thought, that sensation, like or dislike. Okay, first, we use notice that you have this, just tell yourself, that is not real. Do not cling to that, it's illusory. And just immediately let go of that discrimination. And then, Whatever task you're doing, just fully engage with your whole being, your body and mind. 
living in the present. Okay? Your mindset, you know, washing dishes, it's just washing dishes. You're writing the reports, it's just writing the reports. When you read, just read. When you listen to a talk, you know, and Zoom, classroom, whatever, lecture, just listen wholeheartedly, whole being. It's not just listening and also at the same time replying your email and texting your friend. No. Just fully engage with your whole being. And the third, while you're fully engaged, you do care about the progress and development. You know how it goes and what kind of a, a situation is now dealing with, any challenges, any issues, any questions, problems come up, fully aware and not become worried or apprehensive. Worry, whether I, I can achieve that, whether it will meet the deadlines, what kind of a quality uh, you, know, uh, you would bring out. A lot of stress, intention, anxiety are created by us because we are worried. We're worried for something that will, may never happen because of worry. Stress intensified. Yeah, there's a, some kind of pressure. You know, if you're uh, fully responsible, if the task is not too easy for you, you know, meeting your cap capability or a little bit above uh, what you can achieve, there's some pressure there, which is pressure is not entirely bad. But become worried, it will be totally change. And because of worry, your concern, you're worried about failure, disappointment, short of expectation, you may have have problems falling to sleep, have a sound sleep. You may become short-tempered. In your diet, they also affect irregular eating habit develop, perhaps. And then your potential is actually being suppressed. You will not be able to develop your potential. So do a cure about the progress and development, but not become worried or apprehensive. So to clearly know the progress and to uh, understand the method well and know what kind of resources you have, uh, what's the best way to do things, have a very a uh, clear understanding of all this, the, the, the comprehensive, uh, the general uh, situations. Uh, if you encounter uh, problems, difficulties, which is very natural, uh, you face it, you do not run away from it, uh, you don't pretend not happening, play ostrich, face it and find the solution, find the possible solutions and deal with it. And in this process, you know, be aware of your physical and mental conditions. Uh, since any uh, uh, stress and tension anxiety and be able to uh, adjust and harmonize your body and mind accordingly which is doesn't uh, which is quite easy not difficult you can just you know if you are standing 
Do the standing relaxation. If you're sitting in the chair, just relax the whole body. You know, one time and two times, take a couple of minutes, or simply take a few deep breaths. Breathing in, fully aware, the breath going in, and breathing out, relaxing. When you breathe out, you're also relaxing the whole body, all the muscles of the body. Or you can even walk out as that scene and, you know, take a couple of minutes walk, releasing, releasing the tension. There are things we can do. Just remember to do that. And when you physically are doing the task, apply the method when you work. Just like we apply the method during the retreat, when we eat, when we walk, when we do the work practice, you know, apply the method in all activities, not just in setting, not just in the group meditation period time, not just in the retreat. We apply the meditation methods in all activities of our life. And life will be rich food of scenery, flavors, and all the work you do becomes a form of practice. And when you can, your mind can be settled on the task, just coming, just pay attention to know how you work, your hand, your movements, you read, just reading, no uh, discursive thoughts come into the middle between your eyes and the books and how you comprehend it, how you understand it, not to, not to be distracted. And your mind becomes settled. Settled on what? On the task you're doing. Then all the discursive thoughts, wandering thoughts, slowly, slowly fell off. And it be, and it's an effortless way that so you can actually concentrate it on the task. And then you continue to do it, and then you become skillful. And then you can maybe gain some taste. You know, this work could be fun, could be interesting. most important thing is the mind can be calm, can be settled on the task. When the mind is calm, the mind is open, the mind is in peace. So now the conclusion is that the business person has most time. That's the goal. I witnessed my teacher living, live his whole life exemplified. His whole life is the testimony of this sentence. The business person has most time. First, his attitude, not selecting, not rejecting, not picking and not choosing. All job is good. All tasks are good. All task is a way of practicing the method. All task is a way to live your life fully, completely engaged with your whole being. That's the attitude. And then when he actually do the job, he knows how to do the job certain guidelines which we have just, you know, explained. And he constantly aware of the conditions of his body and mind, mental activities, and, and adjust and harmonize accordingly all the time. 
There is a scene which impressed me a great deal. That's when I just moved in uh, to live in the monastery, the Chan Meditation Center in New York. Uh, you know, at that time, we, were, uh, we uh, had a breakfast and lunch with uh, our teacher on the same table. So uh, we only have a few of us, so we are all sitting on the same table that we can see each other uh, very clearly. The way he ate his meal touches me great deal. Well, first time I ever saw anyone eating a meal like that. His whole body is completely in peace. You can sense that even the way he's eating meal manifests harmony and peace. And so mindfully and so peacefully. And also uh, quite, quite enjoying it. Not, it, it. In a sense, there is a, a, a sense of uh, pleasure, a sense of a containment way he's eating his meal. In that moment strikes me. Wow, you can eat your meal like that. <laughs> so, doing um, our work is no other than uh, living our life. And we should also live our life as engaging in a very interesting and wondrous task. Uh, okay. So uh, my talk will end here.